podcast one. Okay, are you recording? Welcome back. Wonderful to have you back after a short break to series eight of the Howie Games, episode 113. On Christmas Eve, the Boxing Day test is just around the corner. Who better to feature than a man whose name is written in bold in the history of the Boxing Day test match, Lord Ian Botham. Ian's full episode will drop next Thursday on New Year's Eve. Before then, though, here is Lord Ian's player profile. Stay safe, enjoy the holidays and the test match. Roll it, Darcy. Lord Botham, are you ready for your player profile? Ready, Howie. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's start with the easy one. Great man. Favourite food? Well, I would say most things, but I would think uh, <laughs> seafood. Can you cook? So if I'm coming to your house, what are you cooking for me, Beef? Barbecue, mate, but it'll be one of the best. And what are you washing it down with? Because this is your area of expertise. Uh, well, it really depends on what time of the day it is, because if it's at sun's up, we might have a white or a rosé, right. but then as the sun comes down, we get stuck into the reds. <laughs> what time do we go through till at a Botham barbecue? Well, usually it's sort of through to the next day, so you can start again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you can invite three people Ian, to this barbecue. Anyone you've met, anyone in history, three people. Who's coming to this great barbecue? Well, Winston Churchill, uh, probably. Um, I want to have a bit of fun. Uh, so Winston Churchill, grimy. Um Probably the only other person that's further right than me, Attila the Hun. So that would be interesting. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'd probably have, um, for nostalgia because of what's happened just recently, I'd probably have my old mate Dean Jones there as well, bring him back for a big piss-up. Yeah, I think that's a fantastic idea. It's funny you say Winston Churchill. I did one of these recently, Beef, with Martin Tyler, and the first person on his list was Winston Churchill as well. All right, complete this sentence for me, Ian. Before you played, you always did what? Slept. <laughs> okay, you might be the same answer then. On a day off, you... Went to a vineyard. Went to a vineyard. Nice. What's the best vineyard you've ever been to? Oh, Struth. Um, blimey. Uh, there's so many good ones in Victoria, Mornings Peninsula, uh, blimey, um, New Zealand, Spain. Um, oh. Uh, I'm going to say Merrill's, Jeff Merrill. Nice. Only because I can get away with murder. Yeah, exactly, and he'll send you a couple of bottles for that. What was your first job? Was it cricket or did you have a job before? No, cricket? I used to labour on building sites before I... Uh, because cricket in those days was um, pretty much uh, a very short contract. It was basically April to September. And I got paid... My first contract with uh, Somerset was £250 a year. Or a season, a, a season. So, right. so right, and uh, and this is not that far back. It's in the seventies, and then uh, I got capped. Uh, so I went to five hundred pounds, and don't forget, uh, I got married just after that. So um, you know things are a bit different nowadays, thank goodness. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I used to in the winters. You only had that contract for April to September, so I used to play football or soccer, as you call it over there. Um, played football and uh, worked on the building sites. And I got paid a darn sight more on the building sites than I did playing for Somerset. What was your first ever car? With all this money you were making, what was the first car you got? I think the first car I've had was the one I nicked off my dad. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, uh, to be honest with you, um, I didn't really own a car. 
until I got a sponsorship deal. I was driving, but I was basically driving my dad's car or I was driving Kath, my, who's then my girlfriend, fiance, her car. So then along came um, uh, Triumph and they were doing a promotion on those TR7s. And that's basically my first real sponsored car. And that was the first car I had. And then, uh, you know, you move up the ranks as you get a bit more money. I don't imagine you would have many people whose job you would swap for yours. But if you could swap a job for anyone out there, Beef, what job would you have? Oh, I wouldn't mind being, um, I wouldn't mind being one of those guys flying those uh, European jets. You know, you know, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, what a buzz that those kids must get. You know, 24, 25 <laughs> years old and whistling around at Mach 2. Um, yeah, what a, what a great experience. And I've been lucky enough to be up in a few times with them. Uh, the Red Arrows a couple of times. I've been up with uh, the RAF squadron just down the road, Leeming, which was the uh, Tornadoes. And so, yeah, I've been very lucky in all that sense. But, um, yeah, it's just a buzz when you're up there with those guys. You know, you imagine at Leeming, we took off, got to 50 feet, going along the runway, inverted, and then just turned. And thank goodness he turned it the right way because we're only 50 feet from the ground. And he turned and we went straight up to 15,000 feet. Right. Unbelievable buzz. Round, round England twice in about 45 minutes. Of all the advice you've ever received, Ian, what is the single best piece of advice you've received? Uh, I think that was probably from my uh, dad uh, when I said to him, Dad, I've got to choose between football and cricket. What do you reckon? And he said, uh, look, son, he said, um, and he was a very good sportsman, very good footballer. He said, look, I'm going to be honest with you, you're a good footballer, but I think you're a much better cricketer. And luckily, for once in my life, I listened to the old man. And, uh, yeah, that's how it happened. So I think that's probably the, the biggest piece of advice I've had. It influenced my career, so, yeah. What is the best concert you've ever attended? Because you're a man that spends time with rock stars. Mm. Uh, look, I, I, I think when you're lucky enough to go and be with the Stones in a recording studio um, to uh, in Paris, I went over to Paris to watch them in the recording studio with Nick and the boys, um, I saw him at the O2, Elton John, Eric Clapton. You know, these are all all mates. You know, so you know, wow. so um, been very lucky in that uh, in that sense. Um, very hard to pick. Um, Bobby Willis, my late great uh, mate and uh, confidant, um, he used to drag me off to every Dylan concert. Um, and whenever there's a Dylan concert within 500 miles, we, he dragged me to it. So um, I've been very lucky. I've seen a lot of the, the, the best acts in the world. So I think it'd be unfair to name one, but uh, the conglomerate, if you like, of um, those guys, uh, pretty special. Is Mick Jagger as obsessed with cricket as it's made out? Yeah, definitely, 100%. He loves it. Is he? Oh, yeah, he is. But they're all, that's, that's just the one thing everyone's got in common. All the Stones boys uh, love their cricket. Um, Elton loves this all sport. That he likes his cricket. Eric likes his cricket. Uh, you know, you go through the list. I'm not sure about Bob Dylan and cricket, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but the rest of the guys, yeah, they all. Uh, the common denominator was um, cricket. Now, for those that like to go behind the scenes, we tried to set up voice memos on your phone, and uh, we needed your grandson in the end to sort it out for you, so you could record this. So I'm not sure how you're going to answer this. Ian, what are the two most used apps on your phone? Weather. Weather, good, good stuff. Weather, I've got about six weather apps for fishing, uh, for golfing, 
Uh, and uh, when the bad weather's come, so the weather app is definitely the most, uh, and probably uh, the news. Uh, I tend to watch the Sky News. I haven't been with Sky for all those years. Uh, but those would be the two most used. You know, if it comes to uh, all this technical stuff, as you've just witnessed yourself this morning, the chaos in this house. Um, you know, look, I still pick, I still throw pigeons out of windows, little notes around them. So, yeah, around the feet. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I, 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 I'm to technology what King Herod was to babysitting. <laughs> I, I don't know if you're much of a TV watcher. There's so much choice these days with all the different streaming systems. Oh, what no, are you no, currently no. watching? <laughs> I have no idea about all that stuff. No, no. <laughs> streaming, well, that's where I go fishing. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you watching on telly at the moment? Uh, I've been watching. I've enjoyed the actual uh, – I didn't enjoy the fact that Collingwood didn't make the grand final, but I watched the final. <laughs> uh, right. Watched watch the grand final. I've been watching the AFL throughout lockdown, so that was brilliant. Uh, well, when you guys got back to being allowed to play, uh, the rugby yeah. league, the grand final, great to see um, Craig Bellamy and the boys come through there. Um, so I dare say we'll have a lunch when I eventually get back down to uh, Melbourne when uh, these weird times end. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I, I like, love my sport. You've got the Masters coming up soon. So pretty yes. much number one on it is, is sport. What is your favourite movie of all time? Ooh. <sighs> Um, Struth. Uh, Struth. <laughs> where do I start? Uh, I'm not into horror stuff. That doesn't do anything for me. It bores me, actually. It doesn't scare me. It bores me. Um, so I, I like adventure. Uh, so I, I think um, the great um, Sundance and uh, you know the uh, what they call it, um, Butch, Butch Cassidy. Butch and Cassidy. Sam, yeah. Yeah, I love that film. That that was great. I thought the acting in it was brilliant. It made me laugh. It made me, you know, you got all the emotions with it. So it was, it was a great movie. Uh, look, um, Shawshank Reduction, uh, yeah, that that was um, quite a moving, yeah, quite quite impressive yeah. and insight that. Uh, well, that's a good, that's a good I, I love movies, but I, I like action. I'm not really into comedy. I'm not really into horror. So everything in between. As we're recording this, the great Sean Connery has just passed away. I'm sure you'd seen a lot of Bond films. Did you ever get the pleasure to meet Sean on your travels? Yeah, I played golf with him a few times. And uh, did you? Yeah, it was it, it was very very sad. Um, I didn't actually realise he was ill at the time, but he's living in the Bahamas now. I think he is or was. Uh, but um, yeah, very sad. Uh, but you know, amazing how time flies. He was ninety, you know, and. Uh, I think most of us would say, okay, if we can chip our cards in at 90, we'd be all very happy. So he's had a great life. And it's a good story as well, coming from the humble backgrounds in Edinburgh all the way to being a world superstar. So, um, yeah, yeah, every single Bond film. And I'm looking forward to it now because there's going to be tribute movies on throughout lockdown. So it'll be great. Everything will be getting recorded. Well, Regan will be recording it for me. <laughs> what was he like at golf, Sean Connery? He wasn't bad, actually. He's very competitive. <laughs> very competitive, right. as you can imagine. Do you or have you ever listened to a podcast? Uh, no, but I'm sort of making one with you now. But <laughs> <laughs> That's all we need to do there. Um, do you have any superstitions, Beef? Uh, only, not really. When I played, I did. Um, I always put on the left pad first. And then the right pad, and I did that throughout my career. And I still, subconsciously, I don't do it deliberately. Just I put the left shoe on first, 
the left sock on first. So it's 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 in there now. So yeah, it's never going to change. What are you listening to music wise? Uh, pretty much everything and anything. You know, I, I like um, I like delving back. You know, what I had um, what was I listening to? Our boss gags the other night. Uh, had it in the car. Ah. You know, Silk Degrees. Uh, so yeah, I like I, I sort of across the board. But I tend to like the older music than the newer music, but that's probably a sign of my age. couple more for you. What is your bucket list destination? I know you've seen the world 28 times. Anywhere you haven't been, Ian, that you'd like to go? There's many places I'd like to go, but I think I'd like to go to either the North or South Pole uh, before it all disappears. You know, if, if we're going to believe all this uh, global warming, it looks to me, I think there is a global warming, but this is not something that's already happened thousands of years ago and we had a, you know, everything was frozen then it was all I don't I don't quite know what to make of it um, but I do think we need to look after the planet a lot more plastic in particular uh, so I think I'd like to go to one of the one of the poles um, yeah I, I think that'd, that'd be quite interesting and somewhere I haven't been you know good to go up through Norway the fields and see mm. the northern lights and that, that sort of thing yeah is there anything Ian Botham as tough as you are and as rough as you are that scares you um, uh, nights out with Murph Hughes. No, uh, <laughs> uh, no, um, no. I think uh, I'm not very keen on those things that you have over there that crawl through the grass. The snakes. Yeah, mate. I don't quite know why they're on the planet, but still, <laughs> if I had my way, there wouldn't be. But that's why I love New Zealand. See, I go fishing in New Zealand. No snakes, no poisonous spiders. Happy days. Last one for you, and this is the true test of a man. So answer this one carefully. Ian Botham, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? No. Oh, beef, really? No, I don't like pineapple. (laughs) (laughs) I like like pepperoni, I like like it hot, (laughs) extra spicy, and then put some seriously hot sauce on it on top, yeah. Pineapple, no, no, pineapple's for breakfast. Pineapple is... (laughs) Yeah, it's it's for the kids. You know, pineapple chunks, you know, stuff like that. No, not on my pizza anyway. Well, my wife does tell me I've got the tastes uh, in the food department of a 12-year-old, so you might be right. Ian, thanks for joining me on the Player Profile. Your full episode will be out next week. We'll see you then. All right, mate. Ian Botham has become the greatest wicket-taker of all time. He beats Dennis Lilly as Botham takes his 356th Test wicket. And Jeff Corey's the victim.